game. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Wanna suplex cats, give them belly to bats. Rock bottom, tombstone, and a sunset flip. So I need you to teach me that. No way. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Hear the crowd go wild when I win the strap. Boom, soft, sharpshooter, and a F5-2. So I need you to teach me that. Ladies and gentlemen, but let's be real, mostly ladies, welcome to another fantastic episode of the Natural Disasters of Wrestling podcast. And we normally start off with a joke, which we will, but it's a, kind of a timely joke. Hey, Donald, um, we looked at our records not too long ago. What's our, um, what was one of our highest listened to podcasts? It was Coronathon, correct? Correct, Yes. Okay, so I took a listen to Coronathon the other day, um, mm-hmm. and here's my joke. Remember how we thought that this whole quarantine shit was going to last only eight weeks at <laughs> most? Oh, God. Yeah. To be, to be young oh, and naive. We were, exactly. We were so young and naive, so young, dumb, and full of hope. <laughs> Amongst other things. That was the joke, Donald. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Uh, but yes, welcome to the Natural Disasters of Wrestling Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Don. Um, first and foremost... See, I told you you had a good joke. That was really fucking good. Um, for those who don't know, our theme that you just listened to opening the show is, is from wow. Nerdcore rapper Megaran. And the song is called The Sunset Flip, and it also features Austin Creed, a.k.a. I was, waiting for you to, I was waiting for you to finish my line. Yes, we're so, we're so in sync. We always finish each other's... What? <laughs> I'm supposed to say sandwiches, but yes. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sunset Flip by Megaran with Austin Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Consequences Creed, because that's how I was introduced to Austin Yeah, Creed that's, how, that's, how Creed. Was, was, that's how I was introduced to him, too. Fucking full-on Rocky gear. Yeah, fucking Apollo Creed. They're looking nasty. Yeah. Shit. I mean, he's awesome. I've, I've always enjoyed it. I didn't know he was freaking 19 at the time. Here, I, I think he's only... I think he's only like a year older than me, if I'm correct. Really? Or like a couple years older than me. I, I thought he was check. like my age. Actually, mm, or he, actually you know what? He might be because I'm, I'm trying to starting to forget how old I was when I started watching fucking TNA. And he was, yeah, he might be your age. No, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Yeah, I well, was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. 33. He was born in 86. Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's closer uh, to me than you. Yeah, so he's like the bizarro you. That's true. That's fair. That's actually <laughs> a very fair analogy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, major props to Megaran for uh, letting us use his song for our intro. Um, nerdcore is still a thing that um, is very interesting. Um, like of all the metal, of all the music genres that um, there are out there, I'm, I can't believe there's a nerdcore. Like there's been new metal, there's been thrash metal, there's been ska, you know, there's been hardcore, was it metal music and shit like that? I would never like get asked me back in like the aughts. I'd have never thought it'd been nerdcore. I'm sure there was near. I mean, does Weird Al count as nerdcore? There, I mean, Weird Al just can like, count as. I think he's the OG nerdcore. Like he was nerdcore before nerdcore was a title. But he, like, he does fair. mostly parodies, but like he's nerdcore. It's all nerdy shit. Um, also, before we move on, um, I wonder who the fuck, like, I wonder if, what's the criteria of picking somebody's Wikipedia um, fucking photos? Because, again, some of these people, they just choose the absolute worst photos for these. Like, look at this. I'm going to send you this right now. Just look at your phone and sending it sent. Like, he, like, motherfucker, he, he's full on, like, half chew mode. Either half chew or, like, he got surprised by the picture taken. <laughs> for for the, the Wikipedia photo for Austin yeah. Creed. Like, what the hell? That's, like, almost as bad as, like, we, you know what? That's, that's what we should do. We should do a say, okay, I'm introducing a new segment 
on why is this Wikipedia photo like this. I'll probably shorten the name. We'll change the name, but we're just going to, like, find a bad Wikipedia photo for a wrestler every week. And then we're going to tell yeah. you which one to look up. I like this idea. I really, really like this idea. Maybe someone will finally fucking change them. Maybe somebody finally fucking change them, and then maybe you can see these soon on our blog that will be up and running by <clears throat> by next month. But who knows? We'll see. Things change all the time. We were unfortunately off last week. We have uh, things. This motherfucker um, lives off a diet of soda, cigarettes, and ass. So of course he got sick. Um, well, first. First and foremost, we had riots here in Chicago last week. First and foremost, it's ass, cigarettes, and soda, all right? If you're going to do... <laughs> if we're going to do the right proper order, it's ass, cigarettes, and soda. But no, we had some, uh, we had, we had some uh, looting and some crazy shit going on by my house last week. Um, then I did get sick, and it was just, it was not a good week for us to do anything. But we're here now. We're here now, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot to fucking talk about because, oh boy. Yes, so in keeping with our uh, two show, um, uh, fuck, we even call it our two show program now. Uh, Actually, wait, we... to even be even more, a little more clear, I survived a natural disaster last week. Oh, fuck yeah. Please tell us about that. So. And this time you didn't cause it. Yeah, I know. Monday, May 10th. um, So Monday, May 10th was a crazy day in Chicago. May 10th? You had, well, you had looters throughout the morning, like looting everywhere in the city. Going back three months. And then, uh, like, this is is before I went to work. So I had to deal with looters in the city. And then as I'm leaving work, all I hear is tornado sirens going off. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, I should probably get to cover because I'm outside. I turned a corner and I shit you not. Like, I literally walked into like a funnel cloud touching down. And uh, dude from this dude from Uptown Tattoo, shout out to Uptown Tattoo, like grabbed me, pulled me into the tattoo shop before this wooden branch nearly speared me through the fucking throat. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, that was crazy. So it turned out we had 15 tornadoes in Chicago. In the Chicagoland area, two within Chicago. Uh-huh. It's the first time that a tornado has ever touched down in Chicago since 18-something. Wow. Fucking hell, dude. Yeah. Thank God I don't live over there. I mean, pizza aside, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay dying, melting in the heat. <laughs> Shut up. You guys get earthquakes. Uh, very rarely. I mean, they happen, but you barely notice them. Much so. like your sex life. <laughs> That's not more noticeable than anything. That makes a lot more noise. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, because you're by yourself. Yeah, I'm really loud, okay? I like people that are vocal, which is like which is why I like to have sex with them. Um that's what I was gonna say. I thought I totally forgot what I was gonna say now. Right, anyway. So yeah. So apologies for uh last week, you know, we we're just dealing with a lot of shit. Yeah, shit happens. Um don't think for a second that like if you had had your ooh, if you had had your uh throat speared by something don't think i wouldn't have like shoved my hand up your ass and just been like then the podcast still with you like that like ventriloquism that's why like oh welcome to natural disasters you know natural disaster wrestling podcast i'm at i'm done you know just <laughs> weekend at bernie's my ass yeah oh man you're so knowledgeable in wrestling am i done and pretty oh okay just um, so first and foremost, we want to wish uh, Sonia Deville some some uh, some holy shit like you got some serious bad luck, good luck coming your way kind of vibes because uh, mm-hmm. man. So she 
basically had a stalker come in to her house and try to kidnap her. Yeah. Yeah, that certainly was a thing. Yeah. Um, it's a very creepy fucking thing. Do you have too. the report in front of you? Because I do. It, no, I don't have it in front of me, so do, go ahead. So basically, um, there's a court document from the Tampa, Tampa Bay Times that broke the story um, on Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. So this is a court document that uh, was put out. So at 1.15 a.m. Uh, Sunday morning, uh, Baronetto, uh, which is DeVille, uh, went to bed at, in Florida, in her Florida home. At 2.41 a.m., her security system woke her up. The keypad told her which door had triggered the alarm. Then she woke a friend who was in the house at the time and went to check a sliding glass door in her family room. She saw Thomas, who is the uh, assailant in question. Oh, who's not the assailant, not in question, but he is the assailant, Philip A. Thomas. Uh, she saw him on the patio back door and yelled, what are you doing? What do you want? Then came face to face and she saw that he was holding pepper spray and a knife. And she says in her report, that is when I realized this person was not here to rob me. He was there to hurt me. Baronetto then ran to get her friend, identified in another court document as Amanda, Amanda uh, Sacomano. Is that how you? Because it's Italian, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, which is uh, Mandy Rose. And the two fled to the garage and drove away. She called 911 and saw on her security camera that Thomas believed had gone upstairs. His mistake may have been what allowed them to escape. After police gave uh, Ber, uh, Berenado her assailant's name, she searched her social media and found hundreds of messages from him in her Instagram request folder. Then, uh, she says the nature of the messages from this account were obsessive, suicidal, idolizing, saying you are the only person I will ever love. Um, and she also says that the me messages threatened violence against her friends and family by name, described sex acts, and included graphic pictures. Thomas admitted uh, to authorities that his intention was to take Mrs. Bernardo hostage by spraying her with pepper spray binding her hands with zip ties, and wrapping duct tape around her arms to prevent from fighting back. Uh, according to a prosecution motion, he stated he attended to keep Mrs. Bernardo hostage, preventing her from attending a planned event scheduled for the following week, uh, which is presumably SummerSlam, and that he was, not going to leave her, uh, he was not going to leave her residence without, answering, without her answering all his questions. Uh, and then some of the Instagram messages were sent during the three to four hours Thomas admitted to spend uh, to spending on Bernardo's patio, looking through her windows before he triggered the alarm. Uh, so the judge has granted a temporary stalking violence injunction against Thomas, and he remains in jail on charges of armed kidnapping, aggravated stalking, and armed burglary of a dwelling, all felonies and criminal mischief, and a misdemeanor. A hearing is set for Thursday on the prosecution's motion to prevent him from being released on bail, which is fair. Yeah, I mean, so this this kind of like this is a a big wake up call for people who like, and I see it a lot on Twitter of people who who like who believe in stand culture so much, and for the people online who like obsessively comment on people's profiles and tweets and pictures and stuff like that so obsessively. Uh, and like to the people who call it out too, because people think it's harmless, but look at, I, and yeah, it's one guy, but also like, who knows what other guys might have tried this. Like this dude yeah. planned this for a while. Uh, and I'm really glad that her and Mandy Rose uh, got away safely. I'm glad nothing came to harm. And I'm so glad that he was a dumbass. Um, but like, it's, it's frightening of what, these women go through and again like you know these women are high profile women so imagine what a woman who you know isn't even a celebrity would go through as well even people with a smaller uh following too it's really weird and it was not funny but uh, somebody posted up a video of sasha banks talking about like fan stalking yeah. Um, from like a year or two ago and her talking about how like oh like you know it's understandable when you see you know fans at the arena or whatever and stuff like that but like you know unless you're like you know if you're following a wrestler to a hospital to the hospital to an airport or to their hotel like that's just creepy like why are you, are you looking yeah it's like okay like cool you can't like 
it's one thing that you're taking like a shit ton of like merch for them to sign because they're gonna sell it or which is also fucked up because I don't understand why people would buy that shit if it's not signed personally by them uh, or personally yeah. to them. But like you are actively um, just trying to get access to these people who, and you don't, you're not, you don't have the right to that access. And the messed up thing about Sasha Banks' story too is that when she asked the people at the airport who gave them the information of what airport she was at and what time she'd be there, they legit told her that the fucking airport told them straight up that she'd be there and what time. Like, why? Why? I would have been. I would have like. I would have filed a complaint against that airport. I would have done so many things. Yeah, it's just, I'd be so pissed disgusting. against that airline. Yeah. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's extremely um, disgusting. Like toxic fandom is extremely disgusting. I mean, you, like, just earlier you sent me something from Jordan Grace. Um, oh, that was awesome. Well, I mean, yeah. not for Jordan Grace, but just her reaction to it. So some dude. And of course, Jordan Grace is um, is a very you know is a very beautiful woman, and she uh, has a Patreon where she posts up. I wouldn't. I don't think she posts up nude pictures, but like you know, they would kind of be considered lewd or whatever. And she does it because that's what you know, uh, that's what her following wants. And you know, she's free to do all that stuff, obviously. And so people, when women post up like either lewd or just semi like you know nude pictures or whatever men get this idea that they want sex and nothing but sex even if they don't know you so apparently uh this dude decided to just send her a fucking um, what i'm assuming is a dick pic and she did not take too kindly to that so uh the reaction uh is is that she asked him you think sexual harassment is okay and then she says i screenshotted this and i'm sending to all of your friends and the homeboy goes no don't do this and she tells him, too late, you're a fucking sicko. I screenshotted your followers list and I'm sending this to every person on, the li- on it. Homeboy responds by saying, I am married, please. And she says, should have considered that. And I'm assuming before you sent your fucking dick to me. Um, and it's like, again, like, and, you know, homeboy. Oh, I think he, and he deleted his Instagram now. He's, yeah. Oh, yeah. He deleted his Instagram page. Because for a while it was still up. And I think he just yeah. like limited comments. But now it's either deactivated or just full on deleted. Um, yeah, no, it's full on deleted. No, last time I checked it, I think it was full on deleted. Yeah, and so like it's it's disgusting about it's disgusting this. You know, we these men don't make. Oh my god, how do I put this? The ownership that men put on other women's bodies, especially if they don't know them, is disgusting. It is, uh, and especially and like it's not just American men. It's obviously men of other, like, uh, from other countries and stuff like that. Like, you notice it, too, with a lot of uh, men that don't know how to speak English all that well. Like, and I'm not, I'm not narrowing it down to one country. I'm just saying literally every single other country that doesn't really speak English at all, you see it in the way they speak. Um, Matt, that's Matt, not their first language. It's okay. They're not part of our demographic. I know they're not, but still, like, it's just so fucked up. And, like, I don't, like, it's obviously not just a one, you know, a specific culture thing. It's just, for some reason, again, this is, it just spans to almost all men, and it's weird. And it's gross, and I hate it. It's so fucking, it's so fucking weird. I mean, uh, that gets more weird. I guess, yeah, whatever. That gets more weird things. Velvet Team Dream is back. Oh, really? I thought we weren't going to do news. I think we were going to do news uh, throughout this whole episode. I thought this No, was... we were doing news Thursday. See, this is why we have these meetings, Don. This is true. This is true. Uh, you said that we were going to do predictions for this episode. That's why we didn't watch anything because some motherfucker doesn't watch stuff when I asked them to. And then obviously the world sucks, so that fucked up our schedule. I was saying, oh, we do two shows. We do one where we do something specific, and then two, we do news. Of course, we do news after NXT and AEW, dork. That's fine. I'll edit this out. <laughs> you don't You don't edit anything. We're just going to stop doing news right here. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not going to edit this out. 
This is see. This is why our name is so apropos for our just our style and everything. Donald, please, please guide us into our actual topic. So, it is SummerSlam and NXT. Maybe AEW predictions because AEW has a pretty stacked show for Saturday. For Saturday, we're gonna actually let's do let's do the two big let's do the two more important ones. Let's do NXT yeah. 30 and SummerSlam. We can cover the Saturday. Uh, fuck, that's right. There's no there's no AEW until Saturday, but we can do that yeah. on Thursday when we do the uh, the rest of the news. That's that sounds good. That sounds more than fair because it is a stacked stack show. Why is my fucking laptop? I also don't want people sitting through a fucking hour and a half show because apparently that's too long. <laughs> like we don't have the this? charisma. We don't have the charisma to sit for people to sit through an hour and a half of us kind of rambling. Especially, I mean, and when I say us, I mean mostly me. You're the one who rambles. I just do talking points. And it's because I'm an old man. I mean, I'm as old as you. God, you're fucking old. But like, like physically, I'm older than you. But mentally, you're you're definitely. I have a mortgage no in my brain. My brain has a mortgage. All right. NXT 30 is coming up this Saturday. Um, ironic. So before I do mention this, because you kind of do have to mention the Thunderdome, um, which is going to start, start on Friday SmackDown. Um, hmm. Thunderdome, for those who aren't familiar, is WWE's attempt at not sucking on Raw and SmackDown. What does that even mean, Donald? <laughs> so it's an it's a basically what they're doing is they got Amway Center till the end of the year and they're putting yeah. a bunch of LED lights which which will have fans reflected on the on these LED lights. Yeah. Well supposedly pictures are already leaked of what the Dundrum was looking like and that's it's looking very WrestleMania style, but nobody's seen the thousands of LEDs that Kevin Dennis promising. Yeah. There will be so many camera cuts, though. Oh, God. Did you see the most recent Botchmania? No, I see, This yet. is why you have to pee all the time. Because I drink a lot of water? Yes. But I'm glad you brought the bottle, because now we don't have to stop the show. You can just pee directly inside the bottle, and it's sterile. Uh, did you see Botchamania? No, I have not seen Botchamania. They uh, they did an ending where uh, they did like a Street Fighter fight, and mm-hmm. like they they showed the fight, and they did the camera cuts as if Kevin Dunn was doing the camera cuts, <laughs> and there were so many cuts to the crowd. It was ridiculous. I was just like, oh, this is dumb. I was like, this is true, but this is dumb. <laughs> it is. It really, really is. I didn't. I didn't uh, realize what they were. I didn't realize what they were doing until the third camera to cut to the crowd. I was just like, "Oh, okay, this is clever." Oh uh, my god! But yeah, no. So yeah, uh, they have the whole and they yeah they rented out the Amway Center for I think yeah I think he said until the end of the year. Did you see how much they're renting it out for? No, I did not see. Four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Four hundred for the whole year. For the whole year. Holy shit! That's a steal. Or at least I think up until November, if I'm correct, because I think that's how that's how long they're pl- they're planning to have it. So, still, that's that's a fucking still. Yeah, that's as, as much as it would usually cost to run just one show. But I mean, a lot of these venues are, you know, they're. I mean, that's at least one of the salaries of the people that were released. Hey, so at least it was put to good use, yeah. Yep. Yep. Which is interesting. So I wonder, because this all this raises a lot of questions. Because obviously, W. I mean, AEW had Daily's place because that's um, that's linked the Con to owns the, yeah. the Con family owns it because it's linked to the Jaguar Stadium. So of course, uh, they had that real estate wide open to them. Uh, mm-hmm. Why do you think WWE didn't do this before? Like, was this because the states were? I mean, obviously. Like when WrestleMania, when uh, WrestleMania happened, everything about this was still brand new. So like, states were closed, and like, I don't think nobody really n- still knew how to navigate this. But I wonder why that wasn't an option, or why nobody thought that w- wouldn't be better. Because when we were listening to, when I was listening to our Coronathon episode, you did mention how Vince didn't want 
uh, WrestleMania to be in an empty arena. But even yeah. seeing now how AEW does it um, and seeing, you know, how they're, they're able to do it in a semi-empty arena and just watching everything else being done in just very small houses and small closed sets. Like, I don't know why he didn't just go with the gamble of doing it in an empty arena, especially for WrestleMania when he could have still had the pyro and everything if he really wanted to or something like that. Like, when you think of WrestleMania, you think of the presentation of it all. So, like, like, because uh, it was supposed to be in a stadium, correct? Not just, like, in a... Yeah, it was yeah. supposed to be at a Tampa Bay Stadium. Yeah, so I don't see why. I mean, maybe timing, possibly. I'm answering all my own questions, but I, I mean, I, I think it. So at the time, I would have pushed it. Yeah, at the time of uh, Corona, like at the time at the beginning of Corona, there's just a lot of unanswered un, unanswered questions. Like, I mean, keep in mind they closed down. They closed down. Like NBA shut down automatically, just because somebody like like just because uh what was it detroit stadium mm. um because somebody there got corona right yeah someone like an employee there got corona and they just shut shit down that shut down the whole nba yeah so i i'm assuming like just because back then there wasn't a lot of easy answers for things as much as it is now yeah. But, no, that's um, true. Yeah. yeah, the logistics of everything was still very up in the air. But still, like, I, well, even then, like, I don't understand why he didn't do this before. Yeah. Like even for like other pay per views, like even for Money in the Bank, like I like granted we did get a, uh, get a very entertaining Money in the Bank, but I don't know. It's I don't know. This is interesting. The one uh, thing I and I'm... oh, go on. No, um, the one thing I'm gonna say is like it's, it's in hindsight it's always 2020, like, like we could say you know oh yeah this would have been this would they could have done this then, but at the time like you know there's no real easy answer. Yeah, that's true. It's 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 one thing to do armchair quarterbacking when it's like, you know fucking six months into a fucking pandemic that we thought was only gonna be two. But nobody wanted to wear their fucking masks because oh, we can't breathe for it. Fuck you. <laughs> so, back to what we're saying about NXT 30. Um, this is not going to be taking place at in the Thunderdome. This is going to be at it full is not. sale. NXT is basically so for a while there. NXT felt like the better brand for a lot of reasons because but. The wrestling's better, but also Full Sail University looks much, much better than the Performance Center. It does. I mean, it always happens. I mean, obviously, the Performance Center isn't meant to have shows. Yeah. So, but I've always liked Full Sail. But yeah, go on. So, we are going to have a... So, so far, we have four matches set up for NXT 30, which is if if this is only going to be like an hour and a half, cool. But I feel like takeovers are at the point where they should be about three hours long. Um, I think it's NXT a little bit more taxing. I think it's more taxing when there's not a crowd, though. Because, like, at least with the NXT, like, with and takeovers, like, at least you do have, you know, that fan reaction that keeps you hyped throughout the whole show. You know, you have, you have other people to help gauge how the show is going. Because even uh, in your house, that was still pretty taxing to watch. You know, and I had some pretty good matches, but I wouldn't necessarily rank it up there as one of the best NXT takeovers. And I think that's mostly because there wasn't a crowd either. That's fair. That's very, very fair. But I feel like ever since NXT has moved to a two-hour time slot, yeah, their takeover shows should be three hours. I would even argue two and a half. Yeah. But then again, also, the, again, like, you're, you're, for NXT on USA, you also have to take into account for commercials and stuff like that. So really, you're getting less than an hour and a half. That's fair. 
so you're getting fair. just you're getting you're getting just the same amount of time, except without like you know all the commercials, maybe a couple of network spots. That's fair. I'll give you I'll give you that. Uh, okay, match number one. We have a ladder match for the NXT North American Championship, which was vacated by Keith Lee. Um, we have Bison Reed versus. Wait, the- why did he vacate it again? What was that? Why did he vacate it again? He got injured, right? No, he, Keith Lee vacated it because he's also the NXT champion. Oh, my bad. See, it's been a while. That's her. That's her. Um, so we have Bison Reed versus Damian Priest versus Cameron, Cameron Grimes versus one of these four people. Uh, either Johnny Gargano, Bridge Holland, Finn Balor, or Velveteen Dream. Okay, now we touched on, well, you were about to touch on it, and I think it is pertinent to kind of talk about it. Yeah. Um, so, how do you feel about Dream coming back? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I don't think it was the right call. Um, mm. so according to Triple H that they did an investigation on Dream and found nothing the only reason they said the only reason why he was off TV was because of his car accident mm. um, I don't know you have the accuser still claiming you know nobody contacted him at all Mm. So, uh, this is a really touchy subject. Um, it is. It is a very touchy subject. Um, yeah, if, if somebody, if they had said that, like, anybody else but them did an investigation and found nothing warranted, I think it's yeah. a, a little bit better. But, yeah, it's... Mm. You had even Nia Jax commenting on... Uh, on the situation when during like I want to say it was either an Instagram or uh, some posting some social media post where she had a rolling eyes emoji saying when uh, the quotation was you know we we did a thorough investigation and found nothing wrong yeah so it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to you know approve you cut out there saying i said it's kind of hard for me to approve yeah yeah that's true um and then so apparently like it's not even you know obviously the the allegations are are big enough already but also um apparently he gets a lot of heat as is yeah. For whatever reason, all the team dream uh, uh, gets a lot of heat because apparently he's kind of hard to work with. Um, apparently, he's, yeah. Backstage. So, from my under- my understanding is he's very hard to work with, and he's very much a diva kind of backstage. Yeah, and not the good kind of diva. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's it's so like and. It's so interesting. Like, I see so many arguments of, like, why they brought him back or why they didn't want to fire him. Uh, And, you know, I think the best way to to think about it is is that, like, why would they bring him back and put so much stock into somebody if something was later going to come out? Yeah. You know? Because I saw somebody make the argument of like, oh, he's already like a Cena or a Rocker Flair. It's just like, well, no, he's not. He's nowhere near that. Um, and like, you know, you've seen how they've distanced from like people like, you know, obviously like Benoit or even uh, Jimmy Snuka. Um, yeah. You know, just the only person that apparently gets a pass is Hogan. Um, but like, uh, again, like, uh, I don't know. Hopefully there isn't something there, but this still leaves a very bad taste in people's mouths, and I don't blame them. 
I had a joke there, and I can't even say it because, like, I feel gross just thinking about it. So, I'm just gonna. So skip yeah, it's probably a message you don't. Yeah, I'm just gonna skip over that. But um, who's your pick and why? Um, I really want it to be uh, Devitt, a uh, fucking baller. I I've always been a huge Finn Balor uh, fan ever since. He can uh, He went to the main roster, and even when he was in his original run in NXT, um, but for him to be any sort of like threat, he needs to win a championship. Yeah, I feel that about any person that's that's gonna be a heel because he's still a heel, right? Uh, or is he a tweener right now? I think he's a tweener at this point. Yeah. So, but regardless, like, yeah. You know, I still feel that if you're gonna present some sort of threat, you need to win a title at least once or twice. Like, you know, that's why I don't really believe Ziggler a whole bunch. Yeah, because um, he's one. Bro, somebody was just—I forgot what podcast I was listening to—and uh, somebody brought up like, "Oh, like if you're, um, if you're, <laughs> if you're a performer who just comes and gets beat up and." you know, doesn't really do anything for the talent you're working against. Like, who who are you really? And I was just like, Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, it should have been him. It should have. I don't know. I just, uh, I'm tired of him. But yeah, no, uh, Balor needs to win it. And I think that that title, that's a gorgeous title. I think it'll look great around his shoulder, around his waist, however he chooses to wear it. Um, Plus, I have a huge crush on Finn Balor. Of course you do. Uh, Shout out to Felicia Rose, because we both have that in common. (laughs) I was just going to say, did you get her uh, Facebook? Is that her sign? Yeah, I wish I I had her sign. Or or a t-shirt, yes. I'm going to go with Bison Reed. Okay. Sorry, Bronson Reed. Um, I was going to say Bryson. I'm going to go with... So... I honestly think it's going to either be Bronson Reed mm-hmm. or because everybody in NXT loves to fucking hate me, Cameron Grimes. Yeah. I want I want Bronson Reed to win. Um, mm-hmm. I think the I think the NXT North American Championship kind of needs a new face to it. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, Damian Priest, like face, already been associated with it. Velveteen Dream's mm-hmm. face has already been associated with it. Yeah. Um, he had a really good uh, feud with uh, with Roddy and with uh, with Cole. Finn, Finn, I don't think needs it. He doesn't need it, but I mean, that's a, that's uh, also how you build up other people as well, like. You know, Finn's already established. Finn is a uh, is a well known name, obviously, and he's again a threat. So, if you're going to build up somebody as a babyface, you would want them to take down Finn Balor, or you'd want Finn Balor's star power to help bring that person up, which would also continue to rise up the value of the North American title. Now, Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship. Oh, bro, come on. Io Shirai. Yeah. And it's nothing against Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai is really talented, especially within the past like, few months. She's gotten a lot better. Um, it's, you know, just like Io uh, Knox. It's Io's time to shine right now. I really want Io to have a really nice long reign as NXT champion um, because, like, you know, uh, obviously Shayna Baszler had a really nice run. Uh, Ember Moon kind of didn't have too much of a run. Um, Kyrie Sane had a, I mean, not Kyrie Sane. Um, Asuka had a really nice run, obviously. I think uh, Io Shirai is a dominant uh, woman to have a long and prosperous reign, just like her predecessors. I, I mean, I really, really, really wish. So, I really wish we were getting Io Shirai versus Rhea Ripley. And Rhea Ripley coming in as a champion because then it would have been it would have been a nice passing of the torch, but we had to have Flair, unfortunately. 
Well, then again, that's still, that's still not a bad passing of the torch. I'm okay with that. I am more than okay because again, like you know, Rhea does have a star. Have a has a star. She's a she's you know really proven herself, especially within the last year. But I mean, you really can't get bigger than beating Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Uh, so I think Charlotte did what I, Charlotte did what she should have done for Rhea with Io. But I mean, Io is just as deserving. I, I unfortunately agree. Unfortunately, you can't always get what you want, but yeah. I mean, this works too. Um. Oh boy, the match that nobody wants. I mean, maybe someone wanted it. Adam Cole versus Pat Pat McAfee. You know what? We talked about this last time. I am really on board with this. I mean, who's the heel in this? Though is it is it Cole still the heel? It's uh, McAfee. McAfee's the uh, I mean, Cole, this is, because this is kind of like the beginning of Cole's face turn because they're kind of teasing breaking up the era and they're kind yeah. of teasing Cole finally moving up to the quote-unquote main roster. Um, mm-hmm. So McAfee is kind of the heel because he did kind of in, uh, antagonize Cole on his radio show and he did kind of surprise attack Cole, um, you know, at NXT. So that, so this is a, this is a really interesting one. And I find it, I find it highly entertaining, uh, and mostly for McAfee himself. Yeah. Um, I have my money's on Cole for this to win this. There's no way Cole can't not win this. Oh no, totally. Yeah, it would kind of make Cole look pretty bad. Uh, but yeah. I'm still 100% rooting for McAfee. I'm rooting for something weird to happen, for uh, like the undisputed era to finally turn on Cole. That that could happen. So, and I- I'm not saying that I'm not saying that McAfee's gonna be the newest member of the Undisputed Era, but I'm saying something like that could happen. That could happen. Um, that that would be interesting, actually. The main event is Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship. Okay, the way you cut uh, it up there, it, it sounded like you said Keith Lee versus Karen Cross, and I got really concerned. <laughs> now, Karen Cross. It's like, why are we dealing with Karen's and next? That's the true heel, Karen. <laughs> um, who do you have, and why? Um, Keith Lee, because Keith Lee still hasn't really been champion for too long. He's been champion since June, correct? Correct. Or like early July. Yeah. Um, Great American so, Bash, so July. So yeah, so he's he's obviously somebody that's uh, going to be big, um, at least in NXT. Who knows what's going to happen if he ever goes to the main roster? If he ever chooses to go to the main roster, because apparently it seems like he have a choice. Um, yeah. uh, again, somebody that you want to kind of build uh, for a while longer or you kind of have him go back and forth with the title across um but i don't think now is the time to change uh the championship too it's too soon uh personally i, I agree feel. so I karen agree is well. is is highly intimidating he's a really good athlete but i don't think story-wise i don't think it works just yet i for all the reasons you said i, I agree with you um it's way too early to take the belt off of him um He's going to be carrying Cross's first defeat, so I like it. I yeah. very, very much like it. Uh, from that, we also have SummerSlam coming up. And yes, SummerSlam. we do, unfortunately. I mean, what? <laughs> Some, so, the tagline for SummerSlam this year is, you'll never see it coming. You know what? I've heard that so many times in my life, and it's it, it always burns my eye. Yeah, you usually hear that in the back alley, though. Yeah, you would know, huh? Um, so, I'm really, really not a fan of the whole taglines that they've been doing on pay-per-views lately. Like... For example, money in the bank, climb the corporate ladder. Uh, that was, but that was kind of like clever, though. I'll, I'll give him that. Me personally, I'll give him that. The, the horror show at Extreme Rules. 
Uh, yeah, that one was weird. That one was super weird. And this one, like, you'll never see it coming. Uh, what does that even mean? I don't fucking know. It's stupid is all I know. Like, and that also, like... May- like okay. I said, that might be a spoiler. <laughs> I- I'm going to go down the list of matches and see and tell you where I think the uh, you'll never see it coming is going to happen. So on the on somebody's chest. Uh, first match of the night we have Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza mm-hmm. for the WWE Raw Tag Team Titles. How do you feel oh, about yeah. Street Profits right now? I don't know. The whole Viking Raider thing kind of just kind of just cooled things off for me. Yeah, like, it was entertaining, but at the same time, like, I didn't care for it 100%. Um, yeah. I mean, it was stupid. Like, half of it was, stu- it was really stupid. Um, so I didn't yeah. love it. Uh, I honestly have uh, Garza and... Uh, fuck, why did I look at Andrade? Andrade, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I have Garza and Andrade. Yeah. Uh, anything, anything Zelina Vega related, uh, please put me down for. She was my new favorite e-girl. As the kids say. Are you gonna, are you gonna buy her bathwater? Uh, no. No, I spend my money on so many weird things as it is. Not even, not even weird, just unnecessary things. I know that it's truly unnecessary. I just, what do you even do with it, anyways? Where do you like? Do you like frame that up? Just like, oh, what is that? That's a funny story. So you ever watch um, you ever watch this one Twitch streamer? Yeah, okay. Um, you know how people take baths? What? Like, right, mm-hmm. like, like, well, let me tell you a story. Well, this is her spirit. Anyways, um, um, yeah, no. I got. Sh- I'm gonna have straight props for when I don't really see Garza and Andrade winning over it. Just kind of teases more dissension between the. Between the two of them. Yeah. That's right. Uh, then we have Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Um, uh, if you believe any of Meltzer or anybody else that says that the title is going to be taken off uh, McIntyre to hopefully put it back on him at Mania when we hopefully have crowds. I mean, you want to go Orton, but I say Matt, maybe they divot and go with McIntyre. I yeah, I don't think they're gonna take the title off McIntyre, um, even without the. Crowd. But he's had a good long reign. Yeah, he's had a really nice long reign, but I don't think I don't think they need to take the title off of him. That's yeah, just too soon. Um, but he hasn't really had any anybody necessarily like major. Like I mean, he had Dolph Ziggler. And Bobby Lashley. Like, that's it. Yeah, that's literally it. Oh, he had Rollins. I guess, yeah, yeah, he had Rollins too. And that was his first one, but I, it's nothing I would consider. And then again, it's all hard to kind of gauge. Well, I mean, we know how we feel, but it's kind of hard to gauge on how any of this would play out if there was still a crowd. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. This is weird. Uh, but oh. I'm, going, I'm, going, I'm going McIntyre. McIntyre? McIntyre as well. Match number three is Apollo Crews versus MVP for the United States Championship with the stipulation of Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin being barred from ringside. How do you feel about MVP not kind of maybe ruining our uh, nation of domination? I hate it. Um, yeah, apparently he didn't like it, and like they, were, I don't think they asked him to do it, but apparently he really like talked to somebody to not make them do it. And I really was excited for to see Farouk in a role again, uh, especially yeah. in like a like a passing out of the torch to the nation nominee. Because if we have retribution, how the hell is the nation not going to work? Yeah, I, I mean, especially like you know, yeah. Granted, okay, the nation had you know, The Rock and everything like that, but, like, they weren't The Rock and Godfather and D'Lo. They weren't who they were, at you know, at the beginning of it. And they did have a mentor in Farouk to kind of lead them down that, you know, the, that path. The nation really helped, helped 
kind of flesh out those characters? I think being in any stable, it really does more good for the individuals, you know, as well as the group because you build up the group, but then after like you kind of give the individuals more confidence to toy around with stuff. Like look at like, honestly, let's look at the Undisputed Era. Roger Strong mm-hmm. is a lot more entertaining now than when he was before he joined the era. Yep. I mean, well, look, looking at Nation, like, I mean, we got, so Mark Henry went from, you know, Blando Mark Henry to Sexual Chocolate. Um, you yeah, know, he was Rocky, just, he, he was just an Olympian. Yeah, Rocky Maivia turned into The Rock because of the Nation of Domination. Yeah. You know, the same with the, with Kamen Mustafa, he turned into a Godfather later on. Yeah. D'Lo Brown yeah. was Kind of always D'Lo Brown, but he was more of an, you know, he at least he was, you know, he started shaking his head. That was cool. I mean, I mean, you can't win all of them, so. Uh, I think the only like down, I mean, Owen Hart. That seeing that side of Owen Hart was really fun. Yeah. Um, I think the only person that really didn't didn't benefit too much was on Matt Johnson. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm... again, like who who knows how Nation 2.0 would have gone? But at least to give it the shot, especially again, if you're doing like a this is not Antifa, but this is Antifa angle. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, who do you have in life for MVP versus Cruz? Uh, Cruz, because I think Cruz has totally been underutilized this whole time. I think he was rushed up into the main roster too long. I mean, too uh, too soon um, mm-hmm. since his NXT debut. So to see them actually kind of like utilize him, put a championship on him, and kind of show what he can do, uh, just proves how much um, I missed Uha Nation. Uh, I believe so, so. I believe Cruz Cruz is gonna win as well, but I think it's gonna happen because of uh, because of what the fuck is the not not hurt business, but uh, the the Antifa not Antifa. Yeah, retribution. Retribution. Yeah, I think retribution is gonna interfere somewhere somehow some way. So do you think so? Do you think MVP is gonna be correct and Cruz is gonna be the leader of retribution? No, 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 no. Or do you I think, think it's just gonna, gonna be coincidence? Coincidence. Or is this because they or just because they don't like MVP now? Because well, because he called like, he just called them out on on SmackDown this past Monday or not SmackDown on Raw this past Monday. So I could see him getting involved in in his match. Yeah. Um, match number four of the night we have Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a street uh, fight. Here's where I see the you'll never see it coming. I see Dominic turning on his father. I see both of them not showing up and going to AEW on Saturday. Um, no, uh, that I don't know how much I would like that. I would. Like I don't know that. how I'm much sorry. I would like that, and I don't know how much that make that would make sense. I'm gonna apologize right now if you hear a bunch of fire trucks. I literally live. Like right next to a fire station. So, yeah. Um, tell me why for me for you that would work. Um, it just kind of sets up the you know, you know his his dad kind of being a failure to him. Uh huh. Like that's how I see it. I guess, yeah. I personally think that Rollins is going to win. It doesn't make sense for you to have Dominic beat Rollins because, like, he's still so fresh. You know, and what does that really do for Rollins? Especially, like, how long can this really go? Let's be real here. Yeah. Like how long? How long could this program go? Like, are you gonna do like three matches over the next like four more months? Well, and like, how entertaining I... is that? How how entertaining is that really gonna be? So here's what I see happening: is Mysterio, you know, tries to save Dominic, causes a DQ. Dominic gets pissed. Uh-huh. Gets pissed. Gets pissed. Pushes his dad out the out, off to the side. And then joins Seth Rollins in the in, in the Messiah. Do you think he does like a Daniel Bryan and just kind of like fucks him over after a while? Eventually. You get a That's interesting. Okay, okay. If you if, if it's like that, then okay, then I, I'd be okay with it. I think. 
Um, then we have, so. But I have a Seth Rollins. Yeah. So then we have Bailey versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Championship. But also, we also have Shasta Banks versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. So is she going to have back-to-back matches? Or? Yep. Or are they going to try to do a whole European intercontinental title thing that they did not so long ago? Yep. All right, then. <laughs> That's basically what's happening. Uh, okay, well, first off, who do you have for Oscar Bailey? For Oscar Bailey, I have... I have actually, let's, 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 let, let's, let's do this. Who do you think Asuka's actually going to be? Uh, Banks. I think she's going to be Bailey. No, I think she's going to be beat Banks, and this is because this is what's going to cause the... Uh, so, here's what's going to happen. You know, here's what's going to happen. Banks is going to cost Asuka the match against Bailey. Mm-hmm. But Bailey's going to back out when it's when it comes time to help Sasha. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to cause the... That's what's going to cause the tr- trigger to finally snap in Sasha and, you know. Because, like, I they, feel they, they, go on. No, go on. they started, they started teasing that already. Yeah. I think it's going to be the other way around. You think Bailey's going to turn face? I think, oh, of course. Bailey always worked better as a face. Especially when it's between her and Sasha, I think Bailey turn is a lot better. Hmm. Uh, Bailey is just more, Bailey is just more likable as a face. Uh, uh, Sasha's always been a natural born heel. Um, Just looking at any of her work, like, yeah, Sasha's cool or whatever as a face too, but like, it's it's nowhere the the believability uh, it is with with Bailey. Alright, I see you. I see you. Uh, either way, one of them is gonna lose the fucking belt. That's all I know. Yeah, uh, you can't put Asuka into uh, championship matches and not have her at least come out with one. I mean, unless they do that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's still a long way till WrestleMania, and so yeah. maybe you have one of them lose. Or ooh, wait, that's interesting. Maybe you I have, have one of them lose. lose. You can have you could have both of them lose so that way that that way you know there's nothing on the line but their pride or whatever but yeah. I was thinking you have you have them keep uh, it's interesting to think about this but you have them keep um the belts until rumble then one of them screws the other one over whether it be by accident or on purpose you know we haven't gotten that far yet so the one that lost the title goes on to win the rumble Ooh, and fa- you know, nice. gets their win yeah. back. Yeah, they get a rumble. That would be mania. nice. That would be really, really nice. I like this idea. So, from there we have Braun Strowman versus the Fiend of Bray Wyatt for the uh, Universal Championship. This is the rubber band match. Yeah. Um, I honestly want the Fiend to win. I always completely forget that Braun's even championship, even champion. Right? He's such a forgettable champion. And then, like, he kind of died? Yeah, like... Uh, and now like he's kind of heel? During that whole time, yeah, he got a haircut and he's a heel? Because, well, I mean, that's what happens when you start to look like the Big Show more. Um, I don't know. Fucking hell. Uh, also... Having Alexa in this was entertaining at first, but after last week, I was just like, okay, that's enough of this. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Like, please let Alexa and Nikki Cross, or, like, have them do something with the title, please. Or, you know, have them go after the uh, tag titles, you know, something. Yeah. Something entertaining, something that's worth their time, please. Oh, God, something that's worth my time. I'm sorry, I'm bitter. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I My money, I want Bray to win just because... Strowman's been lackluster as a champion. Um, it's it's been borderline just blah. Yeah. 
so I don't know. What do you feel? What are you feeling for this? Um, I feel like the Fiend should win, and, but it's also Vince McMahon, so who knows? I feel like if it was a specialty match, um, definitely it's going to be Fiend, but it's just a singles match, so it could honestly go either way. Mm. Yeah, this is this is a tough one. I think the you know Fiend still needs that win back from Crown Jewel at the beginning of the year, which I feel has set all this in motion. Um, uh, and when I say all this, I mean the pandemic and everything. Um, yeah, no, the world was totally fine until the Fiend lost the title. Um. Believe it, yeah. Believe it or not, a monster losing a title, an actual monster losing a title, kind of set the world, uh, in, you know, set Terrible. it back. Um, I don't know. I still, I say fiend. I, there's no. Braun has done nothing of interest with this the whole time since WrestleMania. At least McIntyre has done some sort of interesting stuff, especially this Orton feud. Um, yeah. But Braun, I can't really think of memorable. And we just said we didn't even remember he was champion. Yeah, so like I, I, there's so many times where I completely forgot he was champion. Um, I'm going to go Fiend as well. Uh, yeah, it just shows also how forgettable the Universal title is, too. And it was supposed to be the big championship, but again, anything that's on Raw is going to be the major championship, or anything Brock Lesnar is holding is going to be the major championship. So, Well, know. no, they moved it over to SmackDown because SmackDown is the main show now. Is it, though? Is it really? No, it's honestly whatever title Lesnar is holding. It's true. Whatever title Lesnar is going after, that's how you know that's the main show, or that's how you know that's the main title, honestly. And apparently he might come back. Well, what was that? Apparently Lesnar might come back. He might either come back at the end of the year or before WrestleMania next year. At least that's what I've seen. This is all speculation and, you know, God forbid we trust anything, but that's what I've been that's what I've been seeing at least. Now, so I mean, hopefully not. The next match, the final match that we have listed. God, that wasn't the final match. What the fuck? Uh, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville in a hair versus hair match. Um, of course they're gonna keep this match going on, and I don't want anybody to say that. Uh, you know, what happened in Sonny's house kind of breaks kayfabe because fuck you. Um, Mandy Rose. Yeah, it's clearly Mandy Rose. Like, I mean... It's SummerSlam. It's a big It's a big four. And regardless of whether there's fans or not, you want them to go... You want the fans that are watching to kind of... Be happy. Uh, have, yeah, be happy. You know, so that means the baby face goes over and... Honestly, um, what these two have been doing has been insanely uh, entertaining. Um, and some of the stuff they have done is not all that entertaining sometimes. But honestly, this year, they've gotten a lot better, uh, whether it be as performers and entertainers. You know, and it, they can, you know, they could do a lot worse, too. Mm-hmm. They could do the whole, I wish you died in the womb, but luckily they didn't. Um so I'm just saying the bar's also low, but they've also exceeded my expectations very, very much. So I'm excited for this one myself. So, yeah, that is our uh, predictions in the bucket. Um, what are we doing to a bucket? <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to add on to the show? Um... Not particularly. Uh, Don and I do have some stuff uh, that we are planning for the podcast, and hopefully will be implemented by the end of this month or the beginning of September. So please keep a look out on those. Please keep following us on uh, TNDW Podcast on Facebook and the Twitter. Um, uh, we are still trying to have shows on Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, but if we don't or we can't for whatever reason, we will post on there when we will record next. Um, our next show, uh, we will have, um, we will be covering an older show. Uh, so again, something that means a lot to us or something that we feel will be fun to cover, especially if there's an anniversary coming up. So please look out on our Facebook for a poll of what we're going to cover first. Uh, remember that whatever has the most votes is what we're going to cover first, and then we're going to go in descending order. 
so for the month of August, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter uh, poll, but uh, it's still, again, just to gauge what we, what uh, you guys want to hear. So please uh, feel free to send us questions, uh, send us whatever you feel, send us comments, uh, tell us that we have small penises. Well, no, you're lying, but please just send it in anyways. I mean, I'll know you're telling the truth. Donald, you're a much better person than I am. <laughs> I can't comment on how big Don's penises is because penises, penises, uh, because um, I hear that even penis is plural. Penis is plural. Okay, because I still I hear that he's still looking for it. Um, oh, real quick, this is something I should have mentioned in the beginning, but I totally forgot. So the other day, um, my girlfriend was over. And I was hugging her, but then I I somehow accidentally got her into a chokehold. I got her into like a Taz mission kind of thing. <laughs> and then um, like she was just like, um, she was like, oh my God, are you trying to choke me? I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe. And like, I was just kind of like messing her out. And then all of a sudden she leans back and gets me into a pin. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like I immediately kicked out. And that's when I realized I have to ask her to marry me tomorrow. <laughs> nice. And she was like, see, I know some stuff, too. And I was just like, my heart, it beats with happiness. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice, 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 uh, nice. What about you, Don? Um, I don't really have anything else I want to add to it, because we are going to do news news coverage in a little later in the week and probably go over more details on a lot of stuff that we talked about in the beginning of this. Yeah. Oh, oh, detail. One more thing. Please respect women, and please call out any creeps that you see online. Uh, a little goes a long way, especially when you have scary shit that just happened to Sunny Deville right now, too. Uh, so please yeah. be vigilant and please take care of each other because that's not right. And we should be doing that regardless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, don't be creeps. Don't be douchebags. And look out dicks. for one another. Don't be dicks and don't show people your dick unless they want to see it. Like they explicitly say they want to see it. Remember like that one time we got really, really drunk and I like hopped out of an Uber because oh, I had to Oh, God. Yes. Wait. Was that Uber or was that Robert's car? No, that was an Uber. Oh, fuck. Maybe I was Maybe I was far gone and I don't remember that. Oh, we were both far gone. Oh, no, I remember. Yes, okay. Now I do remember. Okay, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so, Don, where can I find you at? You can find me at E-L-D-O-N-B-R-U-J-O on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, um, as well as El Brujo on Facebook. I am Pending257 on Twitter, and of course, TNDW Podcast on uh, Twitter, and the Natural Disasters Wrestling Podcast, Facebook on Facebook. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Don, what would you call that? I would call that a fucking disaster. <laughs>